Hello to all our South Australian listeners. Look, before we get started, uh, it's Dan here, and I just wanted to talk to you about Adelol Live. We've got three shows coming up at this year's 2018 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, it's just like regular Adelol podcasts, but it's live at the Crown and Anchor on February the 23rd, which is a Friday, February the 24th, the next day, which is a Saturday, and Sunday the 18th of March, and there's tickets still available. Every show is going to cover a different topic, so, you know, why not come along to all three? Um, We seriously need the cash, so it'd be great to see you there. My mum will be there. It's going to be great. It's going to go off. So head to adelaidefringe.com.au and search Adelol to get your tickets today. Uh, Very good price, $15. Can't be beat. Um, Or if you're a Bank of State customer, it comes down to about 12 bucks. So what are you waiting for? Come along to this year's Adelaide Fringe, see our show. It'll be, as Tom would say, amazing, sensational, outstanding. We look forward to seeing you guys there. If you want heaps good history, a little touch of mystery, with lots of hilarity, it's Adelol. Welcome to Adelol, the Heaps Good History podcast, where in every episode, I tell a story to my mate, Tom. That's me. About South Australia's unique and often hilarious history. My name's Dan. (laughs) I'm a born and bred South Australian. Tom moved here at the age of 15 from the UK. How was that? How was the long journey? Uh, the journey was fine. Um, I thought you meant how was the UK, and uh. you know, I was just I was going to slag it off. But you okay, know, that's you, right. that wasn't the question. So we'll, I'll keep we'll keep our, our opinions to ourselves. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. So I tell Tom stories about our state's great history. Uh, everything from you know, it could be person, place, thing. Who knows? Tom doesn't know. Balls. That's the whole point of this thing. Tom's doesn't know. Big metal balls. But yeah, big shiny balls. And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. Not really. But this is Adelol, the Heaps Good History podcast. Sensational. You heard the ad at the start. We've got some fringe shows coming up. We do. Come along, please. Ticket sales. Ticket sales are not looking great. (laughs) To be honest with you. Uh, that's not what I heard. I heard they were selling like hot cakes. Ah, these warmed through cakes. These warmed (laughs) through tasty cakes. But anyway, look, every show is different. It's going to be great. I've already got in mind what I'm going to be talking to Tom about. It's going to be amazing. Okay. Sensational. Um, Beer of the episode. Beer of the episode is, uh, we've never, we've not had these guys before. Um, Well, I say these guys, we haven't had this brewery before. It is Little Bang Brewing Co. Little Bang um, Brewing Co. Which is based at Stepney. Step into Stepney's. It was a furniture store. Did you ever see that commercial? No. Okay. Don't worry. Um... (laughs) I got nothing. I got nothing. I was like, what can I, I, do, say? I need to do an analog just of all dodgy South Australian commercials. I'd be up for you that. Could, yeah. Do you know Noel's Caravans? Yeah, Noel's Caravans. Okay, of course Noel's you know. Okay. Anyway, Little Bang Brewing. Like these guys, I'm seeing their logos everywhere. They're yeah. making a bit of headway, I they're think. They're smashing it. I think, I assume it's because their beer's good, so we'll mm. find out. Um, I'll do the tasting notes as well because they're a little bit weird. Um, this, this beer is called the Naked Objector. I like how they used a, a picture of me for the front of this as well. Yeah, it is. It's like a kind of it's really cool. weirdly sketched naked guy. And the tasting notes are a little bit strange. There's this little craft bar in Adelaide called Nola. Nearly everyone loves it. Nearly everyone has the decency to put some pants on in an argument. This guy, he's a heavy He's heavy and aggressive and dank and bitter. He smells lovely considering. Look, it's a long story, okay? Come over for a beer sometime and we'll talk about it. Well, we can't wait to get there, Little Bang Brewing, and talk about it. And um, I think that'd be a good idea, actually, visiting some of these breweries and saying, you know, give us a beer. I'm going to go off without a bang. Ah, oh, a Little Bang? 
It'll, yeah, it'll go for a little bang. So. Well, let's. It looks great. The can. I love the cans. Cans coming back. Let's crack them. Cheers, buddy. Okay. We don't cheers, cheers often enough. I, I cheers, find. cheers, cheers. Um, let's give it a sip. And yeah, we'll, that is strong. I can tell already. It's strong. It's quite nice. Oh, it's eh? strong tasting, but it's very nice. Like, I wouldn't... If I saw that on a menu, I wouldn't order it, but that's um, really nice. Yeah. It's not... Um, it is, like, very hoppy, but it's not uh, But it's not over-the-top hoppy, and it is, like... You can tell it's an IPA because it's it quite is strong. sweet but it's, yeah. and strong, but it's not, like, full-on. Yeah, but no, that's good. I like I, I'd drink... Yeah, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't object to uh, the nakedness. Mm. Yeah, no. Good I'd on get, your little brain girl. I'd get naked, but I wouldn't object. Cool. Anyway, get naked after a few of these. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't we all? Head Just down to one Maslin's. for me. Just one. Head down to Maslin's, get your knob out. Oh, as you do. As you do. Um, and it's in a can, and we love But we can. do. In and in show. a can. And in a can. Anyway, some, well, Tom. Someone, someone who I didn't even know liked our podcast, like someone I work with. Yeah. She's never like told me, never said anything about the podcast or no anything. Walked into work the other day and she just went, and in a can, as I walked past. <laughs> oh, so that, oh, that's, you know. That is um, I mean, that is someone amazing. you work with, so you expect them to support your bullshit. But um, it would <laughs> yeah, be, buy it a would ticket, be guys, funny if it was like a stranger on Rundle Mall. But uh, no, I, was be, quite, I was quite but pleased with that. What is surprising me is we actually are like on social media getting a lot of support from like lots of South Australian podcasts. Not not one of them particularly, but you know most sure, of the others sure. are great. And you know, there's a podcast festival coming up. Someone there is. There is. Stay tuned. I'm not sure. If Stay I'm tuned. To, uh, say no more. I'll keep. I keep. I'll keep stum. Anyway, anyway, let's get on with the episode because. How, how you been anyway, mate? It's Good, been a while. Mate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, been, been, a, it's been, been a hard start to the year. It's hasn't been it? a tough start to the year. It's, it's, anyway. to, it's, it's difficult finding time to get together and uh, it knock is. one of these out. But we spent New Year's together and I think that was that was enough. So Yeah, we did. It was we lovely. Did. Anyway, it's Tom. Yep. This is the story of Queen Adelaide. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It was a boat, right? No, it was not. Um, or was it that Adelaide was named after a queen, right? That's correct. Dutch? Close. German. Oh, same thing. Same Ended sh- up being same, British. She was a British queen. S- same shice, a different smell. Anyway, um, it's, 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 it's a, this is a strange episode because um, it, there's no, no real mention of Adelaide in this, aside from the city being named after her. So this is more her story. Why did the city get named well, after well, her? Well, that's obviously what we're going to find out, Tom. Oh! Okay. Um, when when did she live? What what year was she born? Well, how about we uh, we start the story okay. right, right here, right now? Queen Adelaide was born. I really should have read her name first before I pronounce this. Queen Adelaide was born Amelie Adilhide Louise Theresa Carolina Wilhelmina. Right. That's that's an insanely long name. That is not going to fit on a license. No, no, <laughs> it's not going to fit no, on a license. It's not going to fit. On but a luckily, she didn't need a license because she was born in 1792. Oh, oh, old school. I think this is the oldest, one of the oldest ad lols we're doing. Like going back that far, we haven't covered anything in the 1700s yeah. yet. Obviously, because uh, Adelaide 1836. Yeah, yeah, you know that now. We yeah. know that because of the basketball team. Yeah. Um, but she was the woman who this our capital city of South Australia is Absolutely. named after. Oh, I thought the capital was Mount Gambier. <laughs> well, one day. <laughs> you, would, you wouldn't want it to be, though, would you? We've got, actually, speak, we, I've been told we've got to get more rural. Yeah, been, I've been told that from, from the BC. same person. I'm like, well, it's called Adelaide, and they're like, yeah, but it's supposed to be a South Australian history yeah, podcast. Yeah, but we've done a lot about um, Burra and... Uh, yeah, Burrawang. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, but surprisingly, for someone who seems quite important to our city, there's mm-hmm. actually not that Fuck much. <laughs> Didn't even know. Yeah, like, no one knows about her. 
Yeah. No one knows about Queen Adelaide. And there isn't that much known about her, uh, which is unfortunate because oh, I did... Short um, episode then. See you guys. See <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah, catch you guys. Not so much that. known about her. And uh, <laughs> thanks for the name. We'll catch you later. Thanks for the name. Lady. Yeah. That, not even her real name. Her name wasn't even Adelaide. So it her was, name wasn't even Adelaide. No, it was Amelie Adelheid, which I guess is where Adelaide comes from. Adelheid. Amelie Adelheid, Louise, Therese, Carolina, Wilhelmina. It sounds like a limerick. Um, <laughs> and just imagine they could have named the city Louise Therese. Louise Therese. Welcome to Adelolies Therese. Louise, Therese yeah. <laughs> that would have been our podcast. We would have called it Lollies Therese. Um, but here's what we do know about Adelina, or Queen Adelaide, as she came to be. Mm-hmm. In 1792, the future queen was born in the small German territory of Saxe-Meningen. I really should have read this before. Saxe-Meningen. 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 Yeah, that's how she became the queen. Uh, <laughs> that's, father. How, that's how everyone becomes everything, apparently. <laughs> Her father, George I, the Duke of Seximaninja. <laughs> the douche of Seximaninja. <laughs> died when he was... Oh, died when she was only 11. And there's so much tragedy in here anyway. Uh, again. Yeah, I, I know. Every, every episode. Every, I know. Every time it I gets make so, a sex joke, it gets, it gets so someone's sad. kid dies. This episode gets so sad. Or someone dies. <laughs> this episode gets so sad, by the way. So, oh, well. good luck uh, making From jokes humble about beginnings that. and, uh, you know. <laughs> um, and her brother was... Adelaide's still dying here. <laughs> If you know anything about our economy, <laughs> got the battery. I was. I, I got to say, I was okay, just side yeah. side note, but um, my wife bought this um, bought this book uh, for. I've 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 got a, a baby son, and I read to him before he goes to bed every night. And my don't wife, die before he's eleven. He might I'll become queen. I, well, I will now. You've said that. <laughs> um, I know this is going to come back to haunt me. And my so wife bought this like this like softy lefty book called "I'm I'm Australian Too," which is it's basically like. Um, uh, Everyone's Australian. Yeah, it's basically... This is a country like, for it, everyone. It, it's yeah. a message of, like, you know, inclusiveness, which, you know, with Australia Day just around the corner... So oh, we, topical. Know, not topical. Um, you know, especially as... Uh, well, we won't get into the controversy there, but anyway. Um, and one of the lines in the book is um, something like, my parent, my dad's from Athens and um, my mum's from Crete um, and we live in Adelaide now because it's just like Greece. On and, Equality uh, Street. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and I'm like, and as I'm reading it to my son, I'm like, oh, you know, my dad's from Athens, my mum's from Crete, we live in Adelaide now because it's just like Greece. And I'm like, yeah, that... that I'm like, Jack... <laughs> I'm like, James, that's my son's name, and he's just sort of like looking up at me, and I'm like, that means we have a failing economy. <laughs> it's very true. And, you know, in that sense, it is like it Greece. It is just I'm, like I Greece. I think more talking about the weather. Uh, yeah, but, sure. Um, but no, I'm joking, of course. I think they were talking about the architecture of all those white buildings in the city. Oh, Pilates, mate. Just like a Greece, I put up a building. I got a building. Don't don't go digging in that car park. You won't find anything there. Oh, well, maybe you will. Okay, so the whole... (laughs) I saw your um, Facebook thing about the Beaumont children, and we shouldn't make jokes about this. No, we're not making jokes about the Beaumont children. I think it's extremely coincidental that our first episode aired, and it heavily focused on the Beaumont children. Yes. And now this is all. This is uh, is coming out about. And they're digging. So. They're digging up the. And and they showed John Nash on the telly the other night. I watched the report on a current affair or the news or something, and they showed a picture of like, oh, we even got psychics in. I'm like, that's our bit. We've we've got to go back and and have a quick review though, because they're digging. They're digging up. So the, the, yeah, if you, they're if digging you don't under know, concrete where John know, Nash said they were. Yeah, if you don't know, go back and have a look. Mm. Um, but they're digging up the concrete where John Nash said they were. But they're but doing it because of a book called The Satin Man. Yeah, we got to look into that. 
Yeah, so there's a book called The Satin Man, and the guy in the book claimed that the, the murderer was a particular person and that he'd buried the body basically where John Nash said they'd been buried. <laughs> he was a particular but person. But it, he particularly liked to kill children. No, no, but like, you know, <laughs> they actually named the guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I they, can't they remember know who he is. Yeah. But again, it's like it's derived from... It's derived from this person, conspiracy theory, you know, kind of classic conspiracy theory thing where they've just yeah. pieced together connections that don't really need to be there or aren't really there. Oh, it seems they, pretty legit. No, it's not you don't think? legit. Uh, well, what they, are, are they actually digging the same site where John Nash said? Uh, he said they became trapped in concrete at a factory nearby. I don't know if it's the same factory. Yeah, we'll have to yeah. so what look, I'm let's saying do is a special episode. That, look the person more into that wrote it. this book has obviously pieced that together. With... He's just listened to Adelol and been like, okay, yeah. here we go. But, but, well, the book's a few years old, but it's, it's just like, it's just annoying because it's like, they're not going to find anything. Of course, they're not going to find anything. Like, they're they gone. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Only Compilati is the secret. But it's, you but know it's what? frustrating because Did... you get on, ch- on Channel 7 and they're just like, a new lead in the case and of the And it's always on the anniversary of the fucking disappearance of the... Yeah, it's the, always. Yeah. Um, tell you what, dig up Compilites. He's the only one with the answers. <laughs> i got, I got to keep my, my lips tight. He's wearing his berry with a hat on. <laughs> that's why they call me fish lips. <laughs> no other reason. Don't read into that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> back to the story. <laughs> Don't, read Don't look into why I'm called fish lips. <laughs> Don't uh, believe the rumours. <laughs> Don't read the book, The Fishman. That's not about me. Sure, I killed the Beaumont children. I never had sex with no fish. I'll admit to that. Oh, God. Uh, Her father died when she was 11, and her brother was too young to become a duke, so her mother was installed as a regent. It was like a head of state. Oh, Um, and her grandmother. Controversial. I know, back in the day, and her grandmother also served as a regent. Now, oh, wow. Yeah. Powerful women. It's like powerful women, and that's how she grew up. Seven of Game of Thrones. Absolutely, don't watch it. Um, she are you grew telling up... people not to watch it, or are you saying no, that I don't, you watch, don't watch, it. watch it? People can watch whatever they want. Well, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Except yeah. Channel 7 News. Telling people uh, to not watch it, it's a bit late. <laughs> um, so she grew up with very strong women in her life, which in turn led her to become a very strong woman. She was well-educated and was taught the finer details and subtleties of royal and diplomatic life early on. I haven't like asked how to for a German own, accent, to, like, by like the way. Like how to pronounce her own name. Yeah, um, give me a German accent, by the way. So. My name is Adelaide. That's pretty good. That's a, that's a Handorf throwback as well. Jawohl, Herr Doktor. Um, now, in the early 1800s, Prince William, the Duke of Clarence, England. Yes. English accent. Willem. Uh, um, Clarence. Prince. Where's Clarence? Uh, he's, in, he's in the toilet. Okay. Uh, he's <laughs> he, had too many shadows. So he was looking for a wife to secure royal bloodlines. Uh, how we say, um, one <laughs> up the bum, no harm done. And to sweeten the deal, Parliament were just about to vote in considerable allowances to any duke who got married. So... Uh, I, I'm, I, I would like to take your daughter uh, out for uh, some drinks, um, and uh, if uh, things go well, uh, possibly um, look at uh, options for marriage. It's not about the money. <laughs> it's, it's not about the money. But, I, I, but I, how much would it be? <laughs> how much would you pay me to uh, marry your hideous daughter? Uh, 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 heavenly daughter. Heavenly daughter. Um. So he was enticed to find a wife. Now it's not it's not about the money. Not about uh, the cash. I 
I mean, I, if you, I mean, I do have quite serious gambling debts. Um, <laughs> he actually did have heaps of debts, and that was the reason. Yes, uh, of course. Maybe you were the psychic. I know where he's buried. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> Just look, watch Channel Seven News now. William had an extremely limited choice of available princesses, and Adelaide was a princess from a pretty unimportant German state. So he's like, eh. Oh, don't slag it off. Yeah, oh, what? Sex and minge? That sounds great. So, I'll, I'll have uh, uh, some of that. Look, uh, <laughs> I, I won't lie. Um, women are not my um, preference, shall we say. So the idea of marrying a woman from a place called Sex and the Minge um, is abhorrent to me. But uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, I desperately need the cash. <laughs> and... Uh, at the time when I agreed to uh, put the ring on, how you say, the thing, uh, I was very, very drunk. Um, but after the deals with he, the, that accent and his persona, by the way, is going to serve this story very well. Yes. Just, you've nailed it straight on. But after the deals with... And all- I'll nail her <laughs> after a few sherries because I... <laughs> Could not stand the sight of a woman. But after the deals with all the other candidates came, fell through, a marriage to Adelaide was arranged. Not Adelaide the city, obviously Adelaide the lady. I but, would have preferred the city. But the then, almost instantly, the allowance proposed by Parliament was slashed severely and Prince William threatened to call off the marriage. Right, no, that's <laughs> it, no. I'm not going to hop into bed with some... <laughs> Bint from <laughs> Sex in the Minge if there is not a guarantee of at least uh, a sizable dowry. <laughs> um, but he decided to go ahead with it when he realised... I've decided to go ahead with it. <laughs> when he realized because I've realised... She was 27 years younger than him. She is quite a filly. Her buttocks are actually quite like a young man. Yeah. So it's... um. <laughs> Really, it serves me quite well. From behind. <laughs> um, Look, in the minge isn't working, but uh, the yes. butt yes. is a big one. And the German girls, they wear their hair <laughs> quite uh, quite short and high. So, um, And some of, them, some of them are quite um, broad in the shoulders. Hmm. Uh, so, look, uh, you know, as is often the case in and life, you've got to work with what you've got. You know what? German... Man? Yeah, sounds pretty good to me. The arrangement was settled when William wrote to his eldest son, quote, She is doomed, a poor, dear, innocent young creature, to be my wife. That's a bit tragic, isn't it? Oh, she is... She is going to uh, be quite disappointed when she gets here and finds out that I am a problem problem gambler and a heavy drinker. And, uh, I won't lie, um... Quite a, um, quite the pervert. <laughs> so, and he truly was. Uh, we'll get into that in a bit. Uh, so we'll this we'll wedding was pu- purely to maintain the royal bloodlines. Um, so it was arranged for Adelaide to marry William, Duke of Clarence, uh, with the wedding taking place in England in July 1818. Adelaide married William in a double wedding with his brother, Duke Edward. Um, We've beat Napoleon. <laughs> so let's get down. To the to the nitty gritty, and they had only met a week earlier on July fourth at Grillin's Hotel in Bond Street. Bond, uh, 
we we've met at uh, at the hotel and um and uh won't lie. Um <laughs> This guy does not lie. Uh, <laughs> That's his thing. I won't lie. Um they had a very, very good selection of sherry. And <laughs> Hand uh, up. I don't I, I honestly if you asked me to to describe her, I I couldn't. <laughs> And I was very drunk. It's only been a week. So so married after a week. Now, listen, Adelaide was a very frugal woman, uh, by all reports. Which is good, because <laughs> I've got considerable debts. I need the and, girl. Uh, Do you have the girl from my budget? Yeah, I, I, I like the, the filly from the my budget ad. <laughs> um, and if you could throw in... Um, a, a, a good a good credit score would uh, would would be fantastic. Look, not not going to be expensive. The wedding, um, buy your own drinks, kind of thing. Soft drink is free. I soft might drink, add. yeah. Soft drink, uh, free, Pepsi, yeah. Pepsi Max, yeah. um, LA Ice. We're going to get a Puritan, <laughs> and it's 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 you go you can go go fucking mental with the Puritan. There is no limit. On on water. So she was a frugal woman, and perhaps due to her nature, or perhaps because she didn't want to be married to her partner initially. And who would? <laughs> she had her coronation crown manufactured at her own expense. Now, neither William nor Adelaide had been married before, but w- like I said, William was 27 years older than her. She was 25. He was 53. And not... Yes, uh, I mean, you'd probably wonder how did I get to fifty-three and not <laughs> marry? Um, as oh, we get into that. As I um, mentioned before, um, women are not my uh, preference. They are actually his thing. Oh, okay, yes, <laughs> um, but we can keep going with that. On the day of her coronation, Adelaide wrote in her diary, "Quote: I fear for the future." <laughs> this is tragic already. I fear for the. Oh, I'll no, do, I'll, no, I'll, no, no, no. I'll do her voice. Yeah, well, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun. We're gonna get the spreadsheets done. Um, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll allocate the expenses for the week. That's right. And if we've got a bit of bit of money left over, we might even buy a horse. <laughs> um, oh, we 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 can't afford the hay though to feed it. Um, oh, the red joe is expensive, and you can't do it online anymore. And when they get sick, it's, it's very yeah. difficult to, to, to pay um, for the for the for their bills. Adelaide wrote in her diary: Felicity, <laughs> don't ride chestnut. <laughs> don't ride chestnut. It's got a gammy leg. It's got a gammy leg. Got to get him serviced. Um, she wrote in her diary: "Quote, I'll do her voice as well. I fear for the future. He is <laughs> God." <laughs> And I'm German. Why, why is she Chinese? I, don't... I feel for the future. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> I was trying to do your job. I feel for the future. <laughs> I feel for the future. I don't think he understands my culture. <laughs> me so sorry. Me no one is so sorry, Mr. William of Caldry. <laughs> not German at all. <laughs> Fine. I'll just do it. I, I fear for the future. Here is this quote. Uneducated, beer drinking, obese creature trying to run the country oh, with no <laughs> no sense of diplomacy. But despite these unromantic, he was the sec- Donald Trump of yeah, he was. He was like a fucking asshole as well. We'll get into him. Um, but anyway, despite these unromantic amazing, circumstances, amazing, amazing diplomat. The couple settled amicably in Hanover, Germany, 
because William had heaps of debt and the cost of living there was much lower than England, so they went over there. My she budget told because <laughs> she's a very frugal lady. The beer is cheap. I've heard from the Kentucky tours. The beer is very cheap in Germany. Yeah, it's, it's, it's outstanding. It's outstanding. Uh, it's the Hefeweizen. But by all accounts, they actually got along really well, surprisingly, and were devoted to each other throughout the marriage. I may not be a looker, but... Uh... <laughs> I tell you what, I I am good with uh, I'm good in the kitchen, if you know what I mean, and uh, I'm not bad in the bedroom. Adelaide severely improved William's behaviour because apparently William, before marrying Adelaide, was a bit of an asshole, a bit of a dandy, and a bit of a player a bit as of well. A braggand. Previously, he had illegitimate children. Uh, lived with ladies out of wedlock. That's how I developed my <laughs> philosophy of one up the bum, no harm done. <laughs> lived with ladies out of wedlock. Yeah, why not? Uh, was often regarded as a buffoon by aristocrats. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, and was once yeah. arrested... we made mistakes. <laughs> I don't have to tell you that I was very drunk. And was once arrested for involvement in a drunken brawl. But he is another Adelol for another well, time. The... Because I will just well, let, let me, you know... I'll, I'll talk you through what happened. Um, because I'm sick of having to uh, deal, uh, address this controversy. I love this look into the past. Um, I was uh, drinking, <laughs> uh, no, uh, drinking at a, an est- uh, one of my favourite establishments. Just doesn't need to be said. And I, 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 I'd had a, a few beers, of course, uh, a sherry or two. And uh, one of these, there's one particular chap. His name uh, doesn't doesn't matter now. He was he was a second uh, cousin to the the Earl of Sainsbury. Oh, and uh, it was it was very very uh, arrogant. And uh, he called me a common dandy. <laughs> and I said, "You take that back, you 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 absolute brute." And um, he. Uh, uh, asked me if I wanted to to duel, uh, but uh, unfortunately I had um, lost my um, pistol in a game of poker, so I had no uh, no uh, option but to fight him in the street like a like a common man, and um, and uh, he, he kicked me in the groin and uh, ran away, and at that time a police constable showed up, and uh, I was promptly arrested. <laughs> but if you ask me, I was the victim. And once they found out who he was, he was promptly released. Uh, it was very, Do you very, know who very I am? drunk. <laughs> but once he finally settled down and married Queen Adelaide, he drank less, he swore less, uh, became slightly more tactful in politics and conversations. Yeah, she's, she's, she's done me well. <laughs> yeah, observers, you know, thought of them as a frugal... Um, royal couple who lived a simple lifestyle and were, you know, people were really excited about seeing where this was going, but it, they actually turned out to be quite boring. So Adelaide's been boring from the start, to yeah. say the least. Well, <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to do something there. It's all relative. <laughs> so also, here's the thing. Here's the here's the kind of kicker in this. Adelaide was never meant to be the queen because William was never meant to be the king. Well, he was the third son of George the Third. They've fucked up there, haven't they? <laughs> he joined the navy at thirteen and received very little in the way of formal education. I've but... read a few books, <laughs> mostly pictures. I've been educated in the University of Life. 
Got that on my Facebook profile. Got that on my Facebook profile. And uh, University of Hard Knocks. University I'm not of book hard smart, knocks. I'm street smart. And uh, yeah, yeah, University of Hard Knocks, educated in the ways of life. <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, oh, Addy, that's, uh, that's my name for uh, <gasps> the missus. Uh, she's got um, on her profile, um, <laughs> if, you, if, you, uh, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> so we're obviously made for each other. There are a couple of fuckwits. <laughs> So, never meant to be king, but this was a time when the line of succession to the English throne was in doubt. So, William's father, I don't know, was replaced by his eldest son, but then the eldest son died, and I think the other son died, leaving no successor. So, I was like, well, you now become King William um, and Queen yeah. Adelaide. Congratulations. And uh, they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> but I showed them. No, they said it shouldn't be done. I said, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, king William and Queen Adelaide were crowned on the 8th of September, 1831. So he actually became king? Yeah, actually became king. So he, he, This he, is he, King he's, William. He, no, he's legit the Trump of the, of the yeah, 19th everyone's century. Everyone's like, there's no fucking way this guy can be the king. And it's like, oh, well, here he is. Here he is, yeah. Here he he's is. a buffoon. He drinks and sleeps with women <laughs> and embarrasses himself. And oh, shit, yeah. now, he's, now he's in charge. Now, now he's the one in charge. Um, so he was crowned at Westminster Abbey. Um, Adelaide was deeply religious and took the service very seriously. Now I'm on the crown. I've got all the money I could desire. <laughs> while, so who's laughing now? So Adelaide took it very seriously, while William absolutely despised the ceremony and deliberately acted like a dickhead throughout. I, just couldn't, on... believe, I just couldn't <laughs> believe that they invited... That second cousin to the, the Duke of, uh, of, of Salisbury. And so I can come and call me a common dandy <laughs> now, you twat. Fuck you, Mike. I'll break your fingers. So he, he was described by those in attendance as if he were, quote, a character in a comic opera making a mockery of what he thought to be a ridiculous charade. Yeah. Oh, you're going to put the sword over my head, are you? Don't cut my ears off. Yeah, well. done the whole couple of years thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very funny. Very However, funny. <laughs> oh, lighten up, people. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> I'd had a few beers, of course, and a few, a few a couple of sheddies as well. The Bucks night was outstanding. That's why they call it Buckingham. Now. Yeah, that's I'm going to call that Buckingham Palace because that's where I have my Bucks. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I don't play by the rules. However, Queen Adelaide uh, um, was described by among those attending, uh, received praise for her, quote, dignity, response, and characteristic grace. Adelaide was absolutely loved by the British people. So yeah, she was well, Prince. Well, she was love. She's frugal. Um, <laughs> she's, um, she's German. <laughs> she's, she's, she's German, which is, if you know anything about uh, British history, I, I, I honestly, I, I believe that... Um, there's going to be a in the next hundred years the relationship between England and Germany is only going to get stronger. <laughs> I've, I'm a futurist, you see, and I, um, you know I certainly I certainly don't foresee any problems um, between our two countries. Um, and so uh, it's good to have her as a wife. So she was loved by the British people for her frugalness, modesty, charity, and charity. Yeah, that's how that she she does that. Yes. Yes. A large portion of their household income was given to charitable causes. Yeah, and she queefed. She treated. She queefed. <laughs> what? Well, she's from uh, Sex she's, in My Minch. Yeah, Sex in My Minch. That's uh, too much sex, if anything. <laughs> she was. Um, hence the queefing. She treated King William's illegitimate children very well. Unfortunately, as mentioned before, fake news. <laughs> King William 
<laughs> hashtag. Hashtag Sorry, fake pa- news. pound sign fake, fake news. news. Pa- pound sign fake news. <laughs> Unfortunately, King William and Queen Adelaide were unlucky in producing children. Uh, Adelaide suffered multiple miscarriages. And it, She's barren, if I'm honest. She eventually bared a daughter who did not survive in- infancy. Um, but however, as mentioned, uh, thank you for not making jokes in that section. Uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything funny. <laughs> Uh, this Adelaide's taking a turn. Yeah, miscarriage jokes are well. <laughs> there's a time and a place. Should have been at my box. Should have been at my. If you've been at the box, you would. You would. The miscarriage jokes would have been flowing. Oh, but as things currently stand, it's probably not the audience for that sort of thing. <laughs> Westminster Abbey did not appreciate them. No, no. Um, as no mentioned, sense of humour. He had some illegitimate children, ten to be exact. Well, <laughs> give or take. A few were taken, actually, but no, um... <laughs> you know, yes, we've all we've all shagged the odd binter. We've all <laughs> knocked up the old the odd uh, 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 you know tavern harlot. Um, don't you know? I don't tavern come. Harlot? I don't come over to your house and tell you how to suck eggs. So you know, don't. Presume to lecture me like I'm some common dandy. I'll break your fingers. Uh, he had ten children to Irish actress uh, Dorothy Jordan. Irish accent, please, Tom. Ah, oh, to be sure, to be sure. <laughs> so you, you go to. Uh, the children were known as the Fitz Clarences. Yeah. Um, uh, the prefix Fitz denoting they were illegitimate. I should have given her the Fitz, and then I wouldn't have ended up with the kids. <laughs> Still, as a stepmother, Adelaide invested great time in the effort of the children, helping to further the careers of them and take responsibility of educating them, all that kind of job. Um, she was insistent that a portrait of their real mother, uh, Dorothy Jordan, uh, hung in their home. Isn't that nice? Adelaide just seems like she's, you know that person we all know, it's like, oh, that person's just too good and makes me feel like a piece of shit. That's what Queen Adelaide Seems to be. She's been thrown. You in this are situation. a piece of shit. So what? What, what do you want me to say? You're a common dandy. Right. You step outside, <laughs> and you'll settle this like men. I would challenge you to a duel, but I seem to have misplaced my pistol. Adelaide was passionate about the rights of children. She was yeah, a- fuck them. <laughs> she was. I uh, personally, I just think what well, it's a big waste of time. But she's she's very invested in in looking after the kids. Um, which is, you know, that's fine. Um, but um, if you ask me, um, put him in the poorhouse. She was the driving force behind the abolition of slavery in England. And it is thought she had helped persuade her husband to reform Parliament and make it more democratic by extending the vote to those who had previously not been eligible. Yeah, fake news. <laughs> she, it is also believed, here's a, here's a funny tidbit that I found, Queen Adelaide, Woman our city is named after was the person responsible for the introduction of the idea of Christmas trees to the English. She took it from Germany and she's like, "Hey, this is what we do in Germany: this is a Christmas tree," and they just went nuts about it. And what a what a big fucking waste of time that's turned out to be. <laughs> hey, let's put a tree in the corner of the room and put some fucking lights on it. It's I, I just I I I I I've had a few. I won't lie, I've had a few beers. A few shetties. When the word of a new colony in South Australia was being founded in what year, Tom? Uh, 1836. It was King William's suggestion to name the capital city Adelaide after his wife. 
by all accounts, it's boring <laughs> and frugal. And barren. And barren. <laughs> oh, we, we, we shall name it Adelaide. <laughs> After my wife. Boring old bint. Um, she's beautiful, though. Uh, and so is Adelaide. She's a very kind, kind heart, cares for the kids, and that's wonderful. But, um, you know, sometimes you want a bit of fun. <laughs> Imagine if he, he, first of all, luckily he named it after his wife. I think, Adelaide's, you, I think Adelaide's fun, by the way. Yeah, he could have called it, what was the other one's name? He could have called it Dorothy. Dorothy. <laughs> Name the city Dorothy. We would have called it, this show would have been called Lolothy. We want to sweep it under the rug and pretend it's not there, so we'll name it Dorothy. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Mrs. Roberts said, who is this? Oh, okay, I've taken this quote from somewhere. Uh, King William was regarded as a buffoon by the aristocracy. Yeah, you take that back. But he, in the end, they were really admired by the British people for bringing back some dignity to the monarchy. Yeah, of course. Um, King William's reign, however, was short-lived. He died in 1837. <clears throat> so luckily he named the city just in time. Like less than a what year. What did he die of? Uh, I guess just being old. I've got gout. He would have been like 70 in that stage. Gout, syphilis, you name it, I've got it. I found my pistol and here it goes. I found my pistol and <laughs> I'm just going to end it all. If she puts that tree up again. Yeah, common dandy. <laughs> it's March and the tree's not down, Adelaide. What is Take happening? Down the fucking tree, woman. <laughs> Adelaide stayed beside his bedside devoutly. Um, not going to bed herself for more than 10 days as he lay on his deathbed. King William died. Oh, also, it was, at that time, we 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 just had one bed because it was, it was more frugal. <laughs> she, was, she was hoping I'd die earlier and then she'd get the bed. <laughs> so, well, the options were trade in the bed, get a larger one, which would have cost a lot of money. So she thought, oh, I'll stay at his side. People thought she was being very... You know, caring, but in fact, uh, it was a money-saving exercise. Classic Adelaide, really. <laughs> um, you know what sounds great? A one-way freeway. <laughs> it, save m- time and money. Um, he died in 1837 from heart failure at Windsor Castle, uh, where he was also buried. He was replaced by his niece, Victoria, who would remain on the throne until 1901. Never heard of her. I can't imagine that she will go on to do anything of value. There we go. In... Early October 1838, for health reasons, uh, Queen Adelaide travelled to Malta. Um, just sounds like she wanted a holiday, really. Was Queen Victoria, did you say it was his niece? Queen Victoria was his niece, yeah, who they okay. were both very fond of, and she took over the throne. So I don't know how that happened, but it just did. Yep. Uh, and she, she, rem- did, she did have a successful She career. remained on the throne until 1901. So that's yeah. like... Hence, hence why we call it the Victorian era. That's like 63 years. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. Hence why we time. call it the Victorian oh, yeah. era. I, mm. yeah. There you go. Now See, you know. I'm learning too. All of a twist. Look at me. Um, in early 18... In early... I consider yourself <laughs> In early October 1838, so in the Victorian era, uh, for health reasons, Queen Adelaide travelled to Malta. Um, she just wanted to go on a P&O cruise. Uh, lacking a Protestant church in Malta, <laughs> the Queen paid for the construction of a church. Um, basically, in her final years, um, she was pretty sick and kept looking for a, the best place to live for her well, health. Don't go to so a Catholic to country and build a fucking church, <laughs> you, 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 you idiot. Uh, by 1847, she was advised to try the climate Bullet. of Madeira. <laughs> 
Look, Adelaide, you just know where... Just try you, the bullet like it has been You know dead. where I left the pistol. You know, you, you... You've just got to get it off Jimmy, you my know, poker buddy. You, you know. <laughs> um... Queens, um, yeah, she travelled all around the world and like she's like, oh, well, your country doesn't have a road. I'll build a big road for you. I'll build a big church. She does all like nice stuff. Uh, her, last public, her last public appearance was to lay the foundation stone at the church of St. John the Evangelist in Great Stanmore. She died during the reign of her niece, Queen Victoria, on the 2nd of December, 1849, of natural causes at the age of 57. She yeah. died of natural causes at 57. Yeah, well... That doesn't sound very natural. No, it doesn't. But I think back in the day, it actually is. Yeah, but no, I don't know, though. Uh, don't Tom, know. we're talking about the Victorian era here, which yes, I just worked about. But, but, like, that's the interesting thing about, um, like, general life expectancy has, has increased significantly because of, um, you know, improvements in, um, well, yep. cleanliness, medicine, all sorts of things. Um, but, like the human lifespan or the potential human lifespan hasn't actually changed that much. So like if you go back a couple of hundred years, people that were, you know, that were kept themselves clean and lived good lives and mm. whatever and were healthy and fit and all that sort of stuff and had good diets could still live to 80 or 90. Yeah, well, it seemed like so, William didn't have a good diet and all of that and yeah, still lived yeah. 72. Oh, with genetics. But like, but so, <laughs> but like, but 57 is like, that's, that doesn't seem like natural causes. I don't know. Maybe she was just a her. sickly woman. I don't know. That's all I could find about it. It was really hard to find anything about her, really. Ah, she, was, <laughs> she, was, she was frugal with the money and she was frugal with the facts. So, yeah. uh, she wrote instructions for her funeral. Um, quote, um, blah, blah, blah. I request that my mortal remains to be conveyed to the grade without pomp or state. Uh, I wish to have a trebuchet pr- flung into the hole. I wish to have a private and uh, qu- as quiet funeral as possible. I particularly desire not to be laid out in state. I die in peace and wish to be carried to the fount in peace and free from the vanities and pomp of this world. So she was a woman who, you know, really just like. She was basically like, save money on the funeral. Yeah, she's like, you know what? If there's a, if there's a cardboard <laughs> coffin, get me one of those. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you Card- see those? Look, they're only going to set fire to it anyway. <laughs> Saves you know time and money. I want a cardboard coffin. I think it's... I want to be taken down a one-way freeway <laughs> and just dropped in the ocean. Uh, on her death, uh, she left a sum of money and certain memorabilia uh, to the public authorities of South Australia. Isn't that nice? She'd and never even been here. How do we get our hands on that money? Uh, actually, it's still at the Migration Museum. Not the money, um, obviously, but the um, all her goods, um, in like autographs, um, directions for her funeral, a handkerchief, envelopes, uh, blah 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 blah, just a whole bunch of stuff and like secondhand handkerchiefs that she'd got from an op <laughs> shop because she was so frugal. And she's like, "Look, I'm sure someone in your county can use these. Make sure they get used. Don't put them on display." Darling, why? Why? Why do the, does your handkerchief have the initial <laughs> SR? Th- th- those aren't your initials. Well, saves saves a bit of cash. Uh, uh, like I said, um, all of her possessions can still be viewed at the Migration Museum, which I never knew. It seems odd. Shouldn't they be on display somewhere a bit better? I think I'd kind of like to have a go. Like to go and have a look at them. Yeah, we got to do that. Yeah. Uh, Queen Adelaide is undoubtedly remembered as a fine, charitable, strong, generous, if not boring woman. Um, by a few, but the average South Australian still has so little boring. little to no knowledge of who the woman our capital named after is. Yeah. 
Isn't that strange? I, I only knew that we, Adelaide was named after Queen Adelaide because there's a wine called Queen there Adelaide. There is a wine called Queen Adelaide. Um, and I've seen it, you know, the shop. Even her, I looked at a picture of her. And I was in there looking for some shetty. <laughs> I saw a oh. picture of the Queen Adelaide. And do you know King William Street? Yep. That's named after King William. No, of course. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> Um, Isn't that weird? Like this guy who got arrested in drunken brawls and had ten uh, illegitimate children is now like our main street in our city. And the King's Head, which is on King William Street, Mm. was the site of many a drunken (laughs) brawl. I will fight you. Um, In 1981, the Queen Adelaide Society was formed in Adelaide to try and preserve and advance the Queen's legacy. Should have got someone on for an interview. Why didn't we do that? I don't think they would be very, they would not <laughs> like, be happy with yeah, that. Yeah, look, process. we listened to the podcast and um, we we politely request you don't do a story about Queen Adelaide. Please remove, <laughs> please remove all mention of our society. Oh shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna email them. Yeah, I'll email them do the it. link to the episode. They and, would just be furious at us and and offer to pay them like twenty dollars, which they'll say yes to because they're probably very frugal. What? <laughs> and um. They oh, can't we'll say no because we'll, we'll say for, for for a travel cost to get All right. here. All right, we'll give we'll give them some money which they can give to a children's charity. Ah, <laughs> oh, god! Or just spend on a glass <laughs> of sherry and a couple of beers and punch someone in the face. Maybe a few handkerchiefs too. Um, in Adelaide Town Hall, uh, a bronze statue of Queen Adelaide by the sculptor Lindsay Dane stands proudly in the foyer. Classic Dano. The Queen Adelaide Club provide, <laughs> provides an exclusive social club for women. I wish try and get in on that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello. I'm yeah. a, I am a woman. Uh, I am a, I'm a lady. Do not um check under the uh, op shop skirt that I'm wearing. Yeah, no, no. But I am a woman. I wish to be in your club because I heard there was um champagne, perhaps, and uh, perhaps a little bit of a sex in the minge. Which, uh, uh, <laughs> is uh, scissor scissor sex in the minge, of course. The Queen Adelaide Club celebrates Queen Adelaide's birthday. Um, every year, August 13, with a tea party held at the Queen Adelaide Room Not in just Town tea, Hall. But also scones. <laughs> um, and a bit of a shelly. Everyone who bears the name Adelaide is invited to attend as an honoured guest. So I guess we are legally changing our names to yep. Adelaide Dan and Adelaide Tom. Yep. Tom, that is the story of the woman our city is named after, Queen Adelaide. And I think it became more of a King William story. Everyone that's named Adelaide is, is invited to attend. Does that include, yep. like, does that people from Adelaide or does it anywhere in the world? I assume it's just from Adelaide. Okay. Because one of my we... friends in the UK named his daughter Adelaide. Well, see if they can get her down. Yeah. It's a beautiful name, but you wouldn't name your child that. Like, um, if <laughs> well, you... Okay, well, I just told you that one of my friends did. <laughs> no, no, so, sorry, yeah, sorry. If you're Slag him off, if that's you're, fine. If you're from Adelaide, you wouldn't call your child no, that. No, yeah, they would because if you lived here. if you look at the statistics yeah. of children named Adelaide in South Australia, um, yeah. compared to the other states, yeah. it takes a huge dip. Yeah. Also, the name Elizabeth. Yeah, is yeah, just yeah. not not no children are called Elizabeth in South Australia. Yeah, which is interesting. And uh, it's also, not. It's, yeah. and and yeah, and and very few, very few kids are um, are, are Smithfield as well. So like, yeah, <laughs> there's got to be a there's got to be a pattern there. This is uh, this is my eldest son, Davron Park. <laughs> this and is my, my youngest, youngest daughter, Norlanga. <laughs> and this is little Salisbury here. Ugh. Salisbury's got that, um, he's got a bit of the downs. Salisbury downs. Salisbury downs. Oh, no. 
and this is his eldest one in high school. Um, likes a bit of the marijuana, Salisbury High. Sorry, Salisbury Heights. We spelled it wrong on the birth certificate. Yes, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, well, that's been the story of our long... Say good... long. <laughs> say good... Say good night, little Manapara. Come on. Say good night. 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 <laughs> Cheers, Manapara. Go tuck your... Go tuck your brother, Blake, for you into bed. Oh, right. <laughs> He's such a cheeky <laughs> And make sure little Humpfield Heights is off the laptop. <laughs> until, until next time. Please yeah. come to our French show. Have a laugh. Have a laugh. And enjoy yourself a glass of the oh, finest sherry. Thank you very much to the Little Bang Brewing Company. We're sorry we sullied your name. Have a little bang and... Have a little low. We hope you all had a low, a dad a low. 